When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go. We on a road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah. You know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on a road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Huda, and welcome back to Kenosha Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, as always, Brendan Ertle. Today, we're going to be uh, breaking down that Saints-Eagles game and previewing this Thanksgiving Day game against the Bills uh, in the Superdome. Uh, before I pass it on to you, Chris, uh, how how bad of a Sunday was that? Just because it was a pretty much a copy and paste of like what it was before with the dominant rushing yards over 240 yards both times. Uh, the Eagles were out there running a freaking high school zone read, and we just couldn't stop it. Um, yeah, man, it just, you know, it looks like uh, it's, it's starting to look like a defense that's, uh, first first of all, man, you know, who that, what's going on. Um, but, yeah, man, it, it looks like a defense that is, you know, either, you know, could be overcompensating and maybe starting to feel the pressures or, or the overall, uh, I guess, weight of having to, control games or keep games together or, 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 or maybe, or maybe win games to where guys are just doing too much. And by the time they, you know, the defense eventually finds their, um, you know, their groove, the offense hadn't really provided them enough. And the game is, you know, you're already multiple scores behind. And we've seen that in, you know, we saw that in the, in the Atlanta game, you know, portions, we saw it in the Tennessee game. You know, for example, outside of a few turnovers and then the same in the Philly game. So it's just, you know, Saints, you know, give up points on turnovers and whatever the case may be, or just not being able to sustain drives. And the defense in a situation where they end up giving points against, a, you know, a team with some some type of weapons and people are after their head. But it's just it's not an ideal situation to be in when you look at all the different injuries that are on this team across the board. So. You know, it's rough all around on the road. Well, on the road, too, against a Philly team that believes they might have a chance at making a playoff. For sure, and it definitely doesn't help their payoff chances with the next two games coming up. But I'm just looking at the Saints' offense, and Trevor Simeon has been the guy so far because he's taken care of the football, and he's done pretty much what we've asked him to do. And, I, of course, with a performance like that, there's going to be question marks. 
and with the Taysom Hill extension that people were really confused about, uh, it's like, what do you turn to now? And I, I don't know. Maybe you still stick with uh, you stick with Trevor still. Maybe you try to go with Taysom and switch it up offensively just to get something going. Uh, but I was disappointed with the Saints defense. But I, I, I agree with what you said. They're, they are trying to overcompensate because it feels like sometimes the defense might score before the offense. And they almost did in this game because that fumble, uh, it could have been returned and they pretty much gave the Saints seven points, even though they're on the six-yard line. And they made it literally almost impossible to score. I mean, they had to score in like dramatic fashion uh, to Adam Troutman to get seven points. So it was just like everything is so hard. And now that Trevor had an off game, uh, he even admitted he misses he missed some easy throws and some throws he should have made and, and shouldn't have made. Uh, it just killed them. I mean, again, no offense through three quarters. You hit the fourth quarter, it starts to produce because they're playing off coverage. They're like, okay, just dink and dunk. Well, we don't care. Um, they found the offense in the fourth quarter, but, I mean, it's been the same thing since Jameis got hurt, honestly. And, yeah, the seven points were because of the defense and because of that forced fumble. So, I mean, they had a, a, a quote-unquote shot at the end of the game, but really this game was over before it even started. Uh, Jalen Hurts kill us again, and it's just super frustrating. Now we're five and five with the Buffalo Bills, who have the smallest injury report I've seen all year. And <laughs> you're going to be playing back to back AFC and NFC contenders. So, I mean, it just they made it really, really hard for themselves. But at the end of the day, the Eagles were doing zone reads against Jalen Holmes, a guy I'm going to be completely honest, I've never heard of him. And I saw the 57, I had to do some research. I was like, how come I've never heard this name? Like, nothing at all. Uh, so, yeah, he was getting solid playing time because Peyton Turner was out. Uh, Tanya Passanio was out. And honestly, it was a shit show. It was that's how I would sum it up is a shit show. And <laughs> I, I mean, there's my notes are just ugly and I just don't know what to say. <laughs> I, I, I mean, look, man, you know, listen, I, I, I think that the Saints have have. Um, blessed us over the past few years showing their ability to win games without having you know some some of their premier talents some of the premier talents in in the league um we've seen them do it repeatedly over time you know to where you go into games believing even if it's a small glimmer the saints at least have a have a chance like the coaching staff and uh the game plans they put together has put them in spots that were, where they can win um and look, they were in the game against Tennessee and had a chance to, to tie or maybe win that game and had some things go against them with stupid calls that, you know, maybe changed the, the trajectory of the game. The Atlanta game, you have a chance at maybe at, at uh, you know, at winning that game late in which, you know, you could have come away with it. Um, I, you know, like you said, you know, the Philly game, they ended up putting some things together late, but it was, you know, it, Philly kind of uh, put their foot on our neck pretty, pretty early. Mm -hmm. and kind of dominated that game but yeah man I mean you know eventually you know no matter what they've been able to overcome and persevere through I, I mean injuries and the you know the volume of quality players that they have that they have out or that they've been having to kind of you know make up for it's it's caught up to them on top of you know being talent deficient in certain areas that they really really need help at and have been needing help at it sometimes. It's just a bad, a bad mixture of things. This team needs to play almost perfect football, clean football with these injuries and with certain guys missing. 
and it's just you know on the road man it, you know it's tough it's tough to do uh hopefully some of those guys end up coming back for Thursday's game you know we'll have to see but you know this was one of the reasons why I was you know, when Jameis originally went down I thought Taysom Hill would be the guy because you were battling injuries there then you were banged up in positions there uh you were still you know, I'm not saying Taysom is the overall better quarterback than Trevor, but he gives a defense more to worry about, which opens things up, gives you opportunities for broken plays. And not to say that Trevor's played bad, but, you know, at least at least with Taysom, you have an opportunity to extend drives. Uh, and you just, you know, defenses, they aren't able to be, to be as aggressive because mm-hmm. Taysom's ability as a runner and the creativity that they can do on offense, it creates an issue. So, or even if you don't start him, you know, a two quarterback system. We saw a small part of it in the in the Atlanta game, and it's unfortunate, you know, because Taysom hasn't been banged up, so that probably plays a role in how Sean's been able to use them. But I mean, now where now you lost your, you know, Troutman. You know, we gave Troutman a lot of shit, but you know, he's had statistically his two two of his better games as a pro mm-hmm. and last week he really he really stepped up to bat but now but now he's out so mm-hmm. I, I I mean you're missing a a key player um or a key player on your roster at every position an all pro wide receiver an all pro wide you know running back uh you know uh um you know an improving tight end you were missing two all pro tackles last week you just lost the backup to one of the all pro tackles <laughs> like you're 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 fucking your goddamn Pro Bowl guard is out. Like, and that's your just kickers on the are still side. missing PATs. Your kick, right. You can't even kick field goals. So, I mean, everything, everything points to me to at some point, you know, if they believe Taysom is healthy, if they believe that they can, you know, they got to find a way to steal a game upcoming soon. And I just think that, you know, I don't know if, if they'll be healthy in the right situations in time um, to be able to do it with Trevor against the opponents that they have coming up with Buffalo and Dallas, who you're not mm-hmm. going to be able to shut out and keep from scoring points. Yeah. I mean, um, at least, at least I don't think right now with, with the pressure, the defense has to uh, live up to. Yeah. I, that's what I was going to mention was that Atlanta game when Taysom and Trevor are both healthy, uh, both are on the injury report, but both were full participants. So hopefully we see both of those players in the game, but when Taysom came in against Atlanta, uh, it was like, our offense before was really struggling. Taysom comes in, it's three juice plays. They take him out, and then there was that strip sack that pretty much ended the game. But it's like, okay, that, I mean, it probably shouldn't work in the NFL, a two-quarterback system, but Sean makes it work. Uh, if you don't want to start one or the other, just give both playing time because it's some, something needs to change. And that's what I was going to say was Adam Troutman, if you look at the past few weeks, who's been the best playmaker? Probably Adam Troutman. I mean, it's no one deserves an A or a B or even a C, but Adam Troutman has been the guy where he's made a couple of good catches. Uh, he had a great game. His best catch of the season, he, uh, I think, sprained his MCL, and he's out for four to six weeks, which is pretty much the season. So, I mean, there's seven weeks left in the season. So who knows if we'll see Adam again. Uh, Landon Young comes, steps in, plays all right. I mean, he held his own, I guess. Uh, gets placed in injury reserve. And then this injury report today is just god-awful. Alvin Kamara, Ryan Ramchek, Marcus Davenport, Tanyo Passanio, Mark Ingram, Teron Armstead, all did not practice. Teron was limited, but all those yeah. before did not practice. 
So we might be looking at Ty Montgomery backfield against the Buffalo Bills, probably <laughs> a Super Bowl champion caliber team where they have Cole Beasley and Tremaine Edmonds on their injury report and both practiced. So, I, I mean, every week I've given the Saints a shot, and I'm not going to discount them in this game. I think Sean Payne's a great coach, and I don't know if Sean Payne's ever lost on a national holiday, but this might be the first one. I mean, it, it, this is just setting up to be a brutal game. The Buffalo Bills just got their asses handed to them in the run game. So I thought maybe this would be a game where we see uh, AK and Ingram have that just classic game. Uh, I'm throwing it back to when the Saints last played in Buffalo and they had that drive where they ran like every single play. I thought it was going to be something like that, but uh, this injury report is just, it's brutal. I mean, it's awful. It's, it's horrible, man. Um, You know, for a, a team that's already lacking, lacking quality receiving options, um, going against the secondary with, you know, Micah Hyde and Tredavious White, um, you know, on one side of things. And maybe maybe the offense, you know, at home can find some type of rhythm early. And, uh, you know, Buffalo, Buffalo has had like some slip ups and some stinkers this year. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not like it's not like even even a, a, a banged up Saints team can't find a way to win. I do believe that that's that, that, that we can't throw that throw that out. But I mean, again, like the hits just keep on coming. Marcus Davenport has been one of your better players on your team. Like, I mean, it, it, like it, it hasn't been talked about enough, but he's been healthy. He's Very been good. one of the best players on this team this year. He's, he, he's been that good. Like mm-hmm. the guy has played what, um, you know, five, what, six five or six healthy games and he leads the team in sacks. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's, and, and, and I think after last close. week, it's not even close. Right. You know? And so this isn't a guy that's, you know, that's, that's coming in off of, off of delays. This, is, this isn't a guy that's, you know, that that's taking advantage of, you know, a bad situations. He's going, he's, he's been going against tough, tough players, right. He went against, you know, all pro lane Johnson last week finishes with, you know, with a sack and a half, you know, battling through his own you know his own injury issues throughout the year um I, I mean and you you have to contain Josh Allen you know I, you can't you cannot you cannot they are going to have to find ways to pressure mm-hmm. uh Josh and if Davenport can't go and you already you know um I, I I'm assuming they're expecting Peyton Turner back um hopefully which is good news, but fuck, it's not. I mean, it's just like, all right, well, <laughs> you're back now. This guy gets hurt. I, I mean, it just every they can't get right and get everything on the same page. Um, and it just feels like, you know, you're having it happen at the worst time of the year because this stretch they have to like. You don't want this where you have back to back Thursdays of of Buffalo and Dallas, even if they are both in you know in New Orleans at, at home. I mean, so hopefully, man, we see a turn. Maybe, you know, uh, Sean, it's, you know, these guys are holding out to uh, get one practice in Wednesday before Thursday and they play. But I mean, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm hoping that somebody significant is able to return. Um, we can't be looking at a Ty Montgomery backfield and a Marcus <laughs> Davin portless live on national TV, man. I can't. Well, the thing is, if we saw last week Davenport, Jordan, and then Jalen Holmes, if Davenport can't go, I, I didn't hear Jalen Holmes. Who's the next guy's going to come in? I literally don't know. If Peyton Turner's not ready to go, I mean, Drew Brees talked about this a little bit on Sunday Night Football. The Buffalo Bills, the way they're on their offense is they don't call run plays. I mean, they, they do, but, like, 
90% yeah. of the time, it's an RPO. And the only way to stop Josh Allen from either not having an option downfield with great coverage is uh, the pass rush. Because if, if there's nothing there, he's going to take off every single time. And we've seen it on primetime so many times. Uh, I, the Titans did a pretty good job of slowing that down. But if you're with a defensive line that's that banged up, I mean, I, I really don't know. And, and the Bills might decide to just run the football on us, and they don't like doing that. Um, on the offensive side of the ball, if you don't, if you don't have a ram check, thank, the, thank God Tron Armstead got healthy because no Landon Young. I'm not sure, even sure who would have stepped in after that. I mean, I'm assuming James Hurst, I'm assuming James Hurst would flip. You know, yeah. um, you know, uh, I mean, that's the only thing I can think of, man. I, I, it just, I think the offensive line, you know, can hold up, man. But it doesn't. It's not going to matter if they don't. If, if Ty Montgomery, no, no, no disrespect to Ty Montgomery, he he is mm-hmm. one of those guys that I I think that we underrate his ability to make to make splash plays out of out of nothing. I think on a on a small scale, Ty can give you some of those things if his hand, if his finger isn't pointing in the opposite <laughs> direction. You know, I mean, that's. I mean, it's unfortunate. That's what we have to talk about. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, I do think he, you know, he is one of those guys, you know, has has acceleration, can catch can catch out of the backfield, can split out wide, can separate, um, you know, but they got to they got to find a way to put some concepts together. And then, I mean, again, like Adam Troutman is starting to get things going. He, he, he's he's making catches that, you know, the tough catches that he dropped are on combination with the easy catches mm-hmm. throughout the year. And then he sprains his fucking MCL. Yep. I, 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 so, I, man, I I don't know. I'm hoping to see more Taysom. I'm hoping that that there's a rev, that there's a relevate or um, a revelation on the you know the injury report for Wednesday. That's the only thing I can hope, man. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, it, it, it's very difficult to see how they can find a way to win this Buffalo game unless the Buffalo just comes out and lays an egg and turns the football over. Um, I mean, you don't want to be five and six. Um, I mean, we we even in the NFC. At some point, we're, we're going to be entering a point, you know, a part where it's a must-win game for them mm-hmm. if they have playoff aspirations, even with this banged-up-ass team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm looking back at the time Montgomery when uh, the Saints running back room got COVID, and he had the, I think he had 100 plus yards on the ground, which was pretty, pretty impressive. But I mean, you had a team around him. Um, but I'm just looking at other transitions they made today. They signed wide receiver Malcolm Perry. If that sounds familiar, it's because he played quarterback. Uh, I want to say at Navy, I think, and he was one of their star players. Uh, he mm-hmm. they signed him as a wide receiver, and they they said he hopes to be called up for game day. Um, I mean, it's not Michael Thomas or anything, but uh, the Saints also re-signed Kevin White and re-signed Ken Crawley, and I don't got any better news than that. But I mean, that's what they did, and I I, I mean, I don't know, but it I hate not giving them a shot. But if they do win this game on Thanksgiving, I'll be sitting with my entire family. I'll be hearing it all game long. If if they find a way to win this game, I mean, this is just a classic. It'd be a classic Sean Payton game, and it just out-scheme them. And Buffalo would have to do something bad. But uh, for my picks this week, I'm going to pick Buffalo. I mean, it it's just too tough. The Saints are – or the, the Bills are favored by seven points, which is not a small amount, especially by the Saints. And I'm looking here. Uh, the thing I wrote down before, which is really sad, is before the year, I was really excited about seeing Cam Jordan, Mark Stavenport, and Peyton Turner all play and play together. 
we've seen them play two games together. And I don't know if that's going to hold up. But uh, the other thing, the other stat that's sad that I'll uh, end this with is the week one offensive starters against Green Bay where we scored 35 points. The only two people that are playing, that could be playing this week are Eric McCoy, Cesar Ruiz, maybe Teron, and the wide receiver room who, I mean, and there's Eric no McCoy reason they should play be. week one. Oh, was, my gosh, you're right. Remember, he didn't even play week one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so take him off. <laughs> Cesar Ruiz and Tron and the wire receivers, and they shouldn't be hurt. I mean, they're not doing anything. So uh, who knows when this postgame podcast will come, but I'm frustrated. Uh, I'm ready to move on from this game and the next game already. So uh, let's just make this an enjoyable Thanksgiving. If it's not going well, just enjoy the food. Um, enjoy the family. And um, I, I hope everyone has a good Thanksgiving and um, I'm thankful for you guys. And we'll see you guys next episode, hopefully breaking down a decent Saints game. All right. I'm Brennan. <laughs> He's Chris. We're out. Peace. Who that? Who that? Let's go. We on the road. The next stop.